When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Are you ready to take your business to the next level? Every day there are countless books and articles that are published offering the key on how to make your business a success. It's easy to feel overwhelmed trying to keep up and run your business. That's why Deb Creer created the Business Power Hour. Keep up on the latest trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. Let the Business Power Hour do the heavy work for you. Good morning, good morning. I am Deb Creer, and I am passionate about giving professionals the tools that they need to make themselves and their businesses as successful as possible. And holy schmoly, we're going to be talking about the coolest subject in the world today, why you should be on a podcast, um, you know, and, and why you should want to be a guest or maybe even start your own. But, you know, why is it so important for people to be on a podcast? So please join me in welcoming Noemi Barris to our program today. Welcome, Noemi. How are you? Thank you so much for having me on your show, to, show today, Deb. I very well. Thank you. It's in the afternoon, but I'm very well. I love it. Well, you are on the beautiful island of Cyprus. I'm in Atlanta. Um, but, you know, that's one of the things that is so cool about this is because of technology, we can be anywhere at any time, which has really, really helped with podcasts. I mean, you know, it wasn't that long ago where we had to do them live um, or we did them via other technologies. But, yeah, now it makes it so easy to be a guest or be a host anywhere in the world. So true. Um, thanks to COVID, our business basically started. I mm -hmm. mean, that's that's all the right. whole story <laughs> began. Mm -hmm. I always tell people that before 2020, I didn't even listen to podcasts. Mm -hmm. I didn't know much about them. Right. So it was a completely accidental like decision how I ended right. up running a podcast booking agency. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, and before... 2020 and we had together with my husband mm -hmm. we had an online travel related business mm -hmm. I was doing online marketing social media marketing mm -hmm. blog writing travel writing you mm -hmm. name it wearing too many hats mm -hmm. <laughs> and it was fun and I really enjoyed it but COVID hit in 2020 and um, we were told that everything is going up back and running mm -hmm. in two weeks time but it right. didn't happen everywhere they said two weeks and we went two uh, weeks huh? and we'll be fine <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> and uh, that was the time that luckily we had an Irish mentor. Mm -hmm. I'm going to talk about that why Ireland is so important because we lived in Ireland for seven years before Cyprus. So we had like, you know, close connection to the country and we participated in a mentoring program ah. for potential podcast agents. Mm -hmm. So basically it was like a very... uh quick decision mm -hmm. we jumped in and it wasn't wasn't a huge investment mm -hmm. we learned a bit about how mm -hmm. to run a podcast booking agency then we just 
took the leap and it's like, mm-hmm. okay, we have to just, just start doing it if you want mm-hmm. to pay your bills and if you have to, have to want to continue your life on this beautiful island because right. it costs money for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. And that was it when in March 2020, mm-hmm. we we started our podcast booking agency, mm-hmm. Podcast Connections, and started to work solely with female entrepreneurs in the mm-hmm. e-commerce niche. Ah. Because what what I thought is just so important for them to you know hear their voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mm-hmm. e-com industry mm-hmm. is very still very like male oriented, mm-hmm. but there are so many talented, mm-hmm. amazing female e-commerce ex- entrepreneurs out there. So we we got in touch with them, and we basically called emailed them or called LinkedIn messaged them, mm-hmm. and we picked them out because they were amazing. We listened to their interviews. We found them very interesting, mm-hmm. and the knowledge they shared was amazing. Ah. So that's how we connected. Mm-hmm. And that's how we got our first clients on board. Mm-hmm. Mostly of our clients from the US, Canada and UK. Mm-hmm. And those are the countries we focus on right. mostly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. Well, I was so excited to talk to you. I didn't even give your bio. Um, so I'll just kind of give little snippets of it now. Your company is called Podcast Connections. Um, and as you said, you help entrepreneurs and business business owners enrich their lives through connections, sharing their knowledge, and connecting them to quality podcast shows. Um, and you are dedicated to helping experts grow their business with interviews. And, and that's really important because we're going to be talking about that. Uh, you have a master's degree in Danish literature and language. You are a linguist, a content creator, and a master organizer. Oh my gosh, I love that. And in your free time, really, you have free time? She no. loves making hand-sewn collages on canvas and playing on her hand or hang and frame drum. There we go. Now we got that technical part out of the way. Um, so... You know, uh, I love that you focus on female entrepreneurs. Now, you did that when you started. Have you expanded or do you uh, still primarily focus on that? We have a couple of male entrepreneurs, too. Okay. And it was just like it's it's I would say like 70, 30 percent right okay. now. That's like 70 percent female, 30 mm-hmm. percent male entrepreneurs mm-hmm. we work with. So there's you know, we are happy to work mm-hmm. with anyone uh, that we have a great vibe with. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it's with no exceptions or anything like that. Right. Right. So let's get into why people should do this, why they should be a guest, um, because that's probably the biggest question I get. And, and I'm assuming the biggest yeah. question that you get, too. People say, well, who would want to hear what I have to say? You know, and, and so what do you tell them? Yeah. People want to hear your story because everyone has a story and you need to share your story. It's just so important. I heard this so many times from people, but I don't have a story. I'm boring. I'm not interesting. Everyone, everyone has an interesting story to share. That's, 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 so that's just so true. And, um, because story sells, I mean, it's really important for your business too. So you don't have to entirely talk about like, sell, 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 and I want to, mm-hmm. you know, do this and that, mm-hmm. or please buy my book. But by sharing your story, will you will uh, build relationship mm-hmm. with the audience and you will gain their trust. And especially if you appear at a lot of podcast mm-hmm. interviews, because they will, mm-hmm. you know, let you know, they will get to know you. They will learn what you, mm-hmm. what you are about and learn your story. Right. I think it's really important. Mm-hmm. You know, and your guest number 908. So I've been doing this quite a long time. Yeah, you know, some of those, you know, 908 folks have been repeat guests, but 
you know, for the most part, the vast majority are brand new people. Many times people I've never talked to, maybe I've read their book, um, but they come to us through someone like you, through an agency or a PR firm. A lot of times they do pitch themselves. Sometimes I will go after them. You know, if I've read a book and I thought it's great or seen a speaker or something like that, I might go after them. But, you know, one of the things people are always saying is, you know, but what I talk about is boring. I talk about financial planning. I talk about, um, you know, all these things that that they think people don't care about. And I shouldn't single out fin- financial planning, but be- we've had many very wonderful financial planning guests because it's like you said, it's the stories that they tell, um, you know, and, and for those who have some some topics, some subjects that might be very specific, there are very specific podcasts, um, you know, and, and so that's where it's great to either do the research yourself or, or have someone do it. But, you know, I love that, that you say, you know, it's about the stories, you know, in 908 programs, there have been maybe two where after I got done, I went, mm, okay. <laughs> you know, and, and, it, and, and I always figure that it's not them it's me for somehow I hadn't done my research well enough to make it interesting. And it was always very interesting. I mean, you know, um, but, but, you know, there were, yeah, there are sometimes where I'm like, okay, that, that was an okay program, right? Everybody does those. Right. But, but yeah, you know, and, and I have talked to people on, you know, pretty much any business subject and, and a lot of things, even that are are not business related, it's my podcast. I can do what I want, um, but it is about you know. There's it, it telling that great story, but from your perspective, it's about how to tell it, and so that's how you work with people. So it's not just hey, I want to go be on a podcast. There are processes and and things to do. So you know, if I came to you and said, Noemi. I've got a message I want to share with the world. Now what? What are you going to, how are you going to work with me? First, let's get to know each other. Okay. It's just so important. I mean, I don't like the word discovery call. It's just, I would, I would prefer like a get to know call or something. Mm -hmm. And we just chat and we just talk about our lives, our background, our experience, Mm -hmm. even our families. Okay. I tell them my story and they share their story with Mm -hmm. me because that's how we, that's how we get to know each mm-hmm. other. I had a couple of like discovery calls or get to know calls mm-hmm. when people just wanted to talk about business and pricing. Right. But I, I don't yeah, like how much those. do you cost? How <laughs> much do you cost? That's the first question. Mm-hmm. It's no, no, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's just like let's let's mm-hmm. you know, it's it's the same when you're dating. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not going to marry someone mm-hmm. before you date right. them. So it's mm-hmm. it's the same situation. I mean, mm-hmm. if we when we start to work together, we have to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. And because we have to represent a client in front of these podcast mm-hmm. we have to dig deep into their mm-hmm. topics and niches right. and talking points mm-hmm. even their bio mm-hmm. so we we can represent them fully mm-hmm. and uh, in a great way in right. front of this um podcast mm-hmm. so that's the first thing so just get to know each other mm-hmm. and it's also important to know if it's it's a great vibe with us and if we can mm-hmm. work together it right. happened before that we didn't mm-hmm. really have that vibe mm-hmm. and i told the gentleman i'm really sorry but it it's not going to work out. Mm-hmm. I, I know we are not on the same page and, you know, he understood it. Mm-hmm. Maybe he didn't at the beginning, but then he, right. you know, he accepted it. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you just have those vibes and, mm-hmm. and conversations that you think that you won't be able to help them. Mm-hmm. And it's not, 
uh, our, our aims are not the same, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. especially when someone comes to me and telling me that I want to be on, you know, Amy Porterfield and the celebrity right. I want to be on the big ones and I know the big ones, the little ones. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I always try to tell them that's that's fine. You have those goals. You mm-hmm. can have those dreams, mm-hmm. but you have to do the small, inter- the, mm-hmm. you know, the, right. the smaller podcast. You have to get into the habit mm-hmm. and learn how to be a great guest mm-hmm. and how to do interviews because mm-hmm. that's very important. It's like when you are a rock band and you do your gigs in pops and mm-hmm. before you go to the family, right. you're mm-hmm. going to do hundreds of these small gigs mm-hmm. in pops. And then you reach a stage. Mm-hmm. It's like, yes, now mm-hmm. I'm, you know, I'm ready to do my big gigs. It's mm-hmm. the same with podcast mm-hmm. interviews. You have to, you have to go through those podcasts that maybe they don't have that huge uh, listenership and huge audience. Mm-hmm. But if they are in your niche, they will really help your right. business because your people, your audience, your listeners mm-hmm. are out there and they're interested in what you're saying. And if you end up in a let's say in a celebrity podcast, mm-hmm. they weren't interested in you. They might be more interested in, in the host right. because it's a celebrity mm-hmm. and you're not. Mm-hmm. So they are there for them and not for mm-hmm. you. So I think that's a big difference between, mm-hmm. obviously we can always dream and we can always have goals. Right. Mm-hmm. But I would say what we do, we always try to focus on the top five to 10% podcasts mm-hmm. worldwide and that's a good starting point mm-hmm. for anyone who is deciding, you know, to do interviews. Right. You can just focus on those mm-hmm. podcasts. Right. Yeah. And when you say top five to 10%, that's a big number. I mean, you know, yeah. there are hundreds of thousands maybe of podcasts. And, you know, it, I the last stat I saw said that most, po- and this is, has been a while, that most podcasts don't go past episode 30-ish. You know, because it's very hard work, you know, from from the host's perspective and promoting it and getting it set up and, and all of those various things. But, you know, there are still thousands of potential podcasts that, that you can be on. So true. Yeah. Um, yeah, I was thinking about that before. And there are lots of them, like 3.5 million podcasts mm-hmm. and, and still, you know, and mm-hmm. counting podcasts out there. So, yeah, you, there's a there's much space to mm-hmm. work on mm-hmm. and to work with these uh, podcasts. But you just have to dig deep and research. So that's just the four, first very important thing. Right. So we get to know each other, just mm-hmm. circling back to your mm-hmm. question. So we get to know each other mm-hmm. with the client. We know a lot about them. Then we always ask them one. We always ask them to to figure out or to write down three topics mm-hmm. with a couple of talking points each. Okay. Because that would help the host's work. Mm-hmm. I remember I filled out your form and mm-hmm. you were asking for questions and right. you know, talking mm-hmm. points and mm-hmm. and I love that because you have a clear idea what my business is about. Mm-hmm. You're interested in that and I. I had those interviews when mm-hmm. the host didn't know what I was doing mm-hmm. or what my business was all about and asking me those questions. But I love that when, mm-hmm. when someone is prepared and, right. and obviously the guest has to be prepared mm-hmm. as well. Right. So, so they help us with topics mm-hmm. and talking points and they have to prepare their one sheet too, because mm-hmm. that's also important. So you, you can include your bio mm-hmm. again, your talking points, right. your previous media appearances, your links, mm-hmm. social links, your website, a nice headshot, mm-hmm. like professional made. Mm-hmm. Right. And Even if they're not going to be on video, it's still yeah. kind of nice to know what they look yeah. like. Yeah. 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 It's just your, 
I don't know, your, your, your vibes and right. how you smile. And, and when I, we promote the programs, we use their photo. Yeah. Exactly. So it's also important. So we also ask them to to have that ready too. Mm -hmm. If they don't have it, we can always help them to mm -hmm. create a one page, a one sheet. Right. We have templates and mm -hmm. they can choose from. And, you know, we are happy to help them mm -hmm. according to their brand and colors and, and everything. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's our, that, these are the first steps that we mm -hmm. do when we get together mm -hmm. with someone new and with a potential client. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me, you know, and, and, I love that it's from the, the host perspective, because, you know, it's it, I want them to come prepared, um, you know, and, and the reason I asked for talking points is I want to cover what they want to cover. Now, am I guaranteeing it? No, because as I mentioned to you before the program, I might go squirrel and go off on something totally different. <laughs> But, you know, if they want to, you know, I want to give them the best interview possible. So that means talking about what they want to talk about, not what I want to talk about, um, you know, and, and so that's why I asked that. And it's so funny because every once in a while I'll get pushback and, you know, or my favorites are the ones that say, I can talk about anything. No, you can't. <laughs> you know? And, you know, and, and, you know, even, you know, you need to tell me, okay, what are the five things you'd like to talk about? You don't need to give me very specific questions or, you know, things like that. Um, and then my all time favorite was from a podcast booker who, you know, and, and we, we do send this format in advance. I don't take their, uh, you know, it, they might send a one sheet, but I have my template, you know, I've been doing this a while, you know, humor me. Right. Of course. Um, and, and, and that's the thing I've had some people say, well, no, we're not going to fill out your form. I'm like, well, then I'm not going to have that person as a guest, whether it's, you know, the guest doing it or the booker. Um, because it's cut and paste. I mean, this is not, you know, we're not, you know, asking for them to do war and peace. Um, but <laughs> I had a, a booker who said, um, it's who responded when I said, you know, you need to fill out the form. It's your job as the host to do the research. <laughs> and, and I went, I don't think so. <laughs> and so, you know, went back to her and, um, you know, and, and I said, no, I need. And so then she, you know, allowed us how she would send a one sheet. I mean, this was, you know, bless her little heart. She'd actually been doing this a while. Um, and so, but they, the guest interested me enough that I thought, okay, I can, I can wing it. because again, I've been doing this a long time. Um, And so, you know, did the interview, it went fine. And then um, afterwards, I, uh, you know, I, we were just kind of chatting and, and I said, you know, I'm curious, are you getting as many bookings as you had, had hoped? And he said, well, to be honest, no. And I said, I'm going to tell you why. And, and, you know, I didn't like the tattling part of it, but he was paying for something he was not getting. Um, you know, and, and, um, but yeah, it's, you know, people need to remember the, the, the host or the producer or whoever, they're the ones in charge. And if we say we need two pictures, we need three questions, we then give them two pictures, three questions, um, you know, and, and, uh, and if you're the guest, you know, same thing, you know, you should be able to do that. That's very interesting when it comes from like a podcast booking agency, mm -hmm. like I'm doing the same yeah. and mm -hmm. you have to follow the rules and that's it. Right. I mean, we all have rules and we never have to forget that you are a guest mm -hmm. on a on a podcast right. and you're invited. Mm -hmm. So it's, you just have mm -hmm. to be thankful and grateful right. for that yeah. because it's, it's not the host. Uh, I mean, you can have anyone on the show and you know, you can pick anyone. Right. I know and we have, you know, as, as we're recording this, 
we have probably four months worth of names that we That's could. Yeah. yeah. So you mm-hmm. have to respect that and be mm-hmm. respectful because it is really and just courteous, courteous and respectful to the host and their audience because right. it's. I mean, that's just like the human connection in in real life, in business, that's the same. And if they ask you to do something, you Mm -hmm. do it. I had podcasts and had to fill out the same form three times. And I did it for my Mm -hmm. clients. And, uh, you know, that's it. I mean, it's... I, I I didn't necessarily like it, but right. I did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you kind of like are they not paying attention? Um, yeah, but a bit. <laughs> yeah, you know, and and if they're an author wanting to talk about their book, and and that's the 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 other thing is you know I have lots of authors on who don't yeah. want to talk about their book, but if they want to talk about their book, then I require a copy of it because I'm going to read it. I am not one of these hosts. Now I know there are a lot of hosts out there who don't read the books for whatever reason. I read the books. That's part of why I do this. It's very cool. I get all mm-hmm. these, you know, but, um, but I also tell them it does not have to be a physical book. It can be an ebook because yeah. I don't need them to go to the expense of sending me a book and bless them when they do, but they're just all here on the bookshelves. Um, I think I'm going to donate them to like a business school, um, but, but yeah, <laughs> an e-version and I've gotten, you know, pre-published versions, all sorts of things, PDFs. I mean, doesn't really matter what it is, but if you want me to talk about your book, then I need to have at least skimmed it pretty good. Um, you know, I've, I've had people who have said, well, you can request one free chapter. No. (laughs) Um, and you know, and, and granted for many of these, I could go on to Amazon and I can get the Kindle version, you know, for under 10 bucks. Yeah. That's not the point. If you want to, if you want me to talk about your book, you need to be prepared to provide a copy of it. And especially, you know, like I said, an e-version is perfectly acceptable. Yeah. It's just, and it's so easy. I know that like I work with a lot of authors mm-hmm. and they do have e-versions. Like mm-hmm. I would say 90% of them right. have an e-version of mm-hmm. their books. So it's just so easy to, I, I remember I did email a couple mm-hmm. of those to you as well. Right. Or if someone mm-hmm. wants to, they can post it. I mean, it's mm-hmm. a nice gesture, I think. And right. it's nice to, you know, have a, a copy in your, mm-hmm. on your, in your hands mm-hmm. and then you can donate yeah. it afterwards. Yeah. You know, and, and the one thing that, that I miss by not getting the, the hard copy is being able to hold it up. And show yeah, people. Show it. And so then I asked the the guest, you know, hey, do you have a copy of your book handy? Hold it up when we talk about it. Um, you know, and and because that all leads us to the fact that this is whether it's you, your book, your business, whatever, podcasting is part of a great marketing strategy. So explain more about that. Yes. I mean, there are so many advantages and uh to do podcast guesting and just for several reasons. I mean, first of all, the reach, because podcasts have a large and very dedicated audience worldwide. And as you mentioned before, like your audience, like most of them are from the US, but Mm -hmm. the rest are from, you know, from Europe Mm -hmm. and different countries. So that's really interesting. So being a guest on a podcast allows you to tap into that audience and reach new potential customers. Mm -hmm. So that's a possibility. I'm not saying that like, out of like one single podcast interview, you will get hundred customers right. because you we want. Wish. We wish. We I wish. I wish I had I that wish. influence, right? <laughs> <laughs> but you won't. <laughs> but sometimes it happens, and mm-hmm. I I've seen stories, and I've seen uh, mm-hmm. that one of my clients was a guest on a show mm-hmm. and was hired on the spot by mm-hmm. other host because 
the host liked what she did and it was a great business model. So it was mm-hmm. interesting. Mm-hmm. So that's the first one, like the, one of the reasons. The second mm-hmm. reason is credibility. Mm-hmm. I mean, appearing as a guest in a podcast, mm-hmm. um, it gives you a level of credibility right. with the audience and mm-hmm. they are more likely to trust you what you mm-hmm. have to say if they heard you or mm-hmm. seen you on, on a podcast interview. Right. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, they... They they know that you are someone they know and respect. Mm-hmm. So that's that's also very important. Mm-hmm. I would say the third reason to be a guest is authority. That's mm-hmm. that's a very big right. thing because podcasts often focus on specific niches mm-hmm. or industries, mm-hmm. and being a guest on a specific podcast is just you establish yourself mm-hmm. as an authority mm-hmm. in that area. And that's very important. So you're not just a guru or a self-made or fake guru or whatever. You appear somewhere and you just mm-hmm. talk about something, but you you have authority mm-hmm. uh, to talk about those topics. Um, one of the other reasons is networking. I love networking. Right. I do a lot of networking. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy that. And what I also enjoy, I network a lot with hosts, obviously because of my job, mm-hmm. but because I just love connecting with people, mm-hmm. especially on LinkedIn. Right. I think it's an important platform. So podcast guesting can be a brilliant way to network with other experts mm-hmm. and like a podcast host, mm-hmm. and you can make valuable connections mm-hmm. with you or with your audience. I right. mean, that's the perfect opportunity. Mm-hmm. Right. Then content. That's a big mm-hmm. thing when it comes to a marketing strategy and podcast guesting content creation. And we mm-hmm. all struggle with creating enough content for social media and for, for everyday and for LinkedIn, Instagram, TikTok. There's so many opportunities, so many mm-hmm. options out there. So when you have an interview and the host is so gracious and to give you, uh, you know, just t- tell you, just you can use my, <laughs> give you permission to use the interview. It's an evergreen content. You right. can use it in any way you want. Mm-hmm. You can make audio clips, videograms, mm-hmm. quote cards out mm-hmm. of it, uh, blog posts. Mm-hmm. Or one of my host friend told me the other day that you can write newsletters and you can include basically your whole interview mm-hmm. in that newsletter so people right. can read it or a LinkedIn newsletter. Mm-hmm. So there are endless opportunities out mm-hmm. there that you can use your content and you don't have to struggle creating content because you can reuse it, reapply it. Like sometimes I go back to my old interviews, like like two years ago, and I repost them with mm-hmm. like different text or mm-hmm. different picture hey. or diff- different, you know, audiogram or videogram. Mm-hmm. And it's fun because it gives something back to the host mm-hmm. because I appreciate uh, their work. I know you work a lot. And I mean, pod- being a podcast host mm-hmm. and running a um, a podcast is such a, it's a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Even if you, I know hosts, they do it alone. They do editing and everything mm-hmm. alone. But if you have a team, that's great, but mm-hmm. it's still a lot of work and it, mm-hmm. it costs you money. Right. And so I think that's really important. So that right. the content you create is just king and mm-hmm. you just have to use it wisely and share the interview as well. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's also another mm-hmm. thing that you have to focus on. And it's also cost effective to be a guest. Right. It's much more cost effective mm-hmm. than being a host. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you just pay with your time mm-hmm. because you prepare, you have to mm-hmm. prepare, mm-hmm. you need to prepare. It's important. But then the rest is on the on the host. Um, and it's you just go on these shows and mm-hmm. share your knowledge, tell your story. Mm-hmm. That's really important. And what people don't think about sometimes that why is a good marketing strategy, uh, podcast guesting is, is the... It's basically the branding. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the podcast guesting can be a very, very powerful tool mm-hmm. to build your brand, mm-hmm. establish your brand, because you appear so many places mm-hmm. and people just type your name into Google and you mm-hmm. appear everywhere right. because you're building your brand mm-hmm. and your brand is just become becoming stronger and stronger day by day as your interviews goes live. So people just seem, see your name up everywhere. Mm-hmm. So it's like, ah, oh, they're doing something right. They're doing something, you know, good. And um that branding is also an important angle of the whole right. your marketing mm-hmm. strategy of podcast guesting. Right. A couple points that you mentioned uh, that I want to delve into. The first is authority. Um, you know, I've had several guests who are under 20. And, you know, and, and I mean, most people would just initially totally write them off, right? Or even, you know, people in their 20s. And they are incredible guests because... It's it's just fascinating to me because you know I'm not 20 and I don't know where I'm going with my life, um, you know, and and they're very young and at least for that point in time they know, but it's it is so interesting to me when they have that knowledge to be able to share and so I love being able to help them share that with the world, um, you know, and then the other thing you mentioned is to continue to use content to you know to put it out there. And it's, you know, as, as a podcast host, we always provide all of our social media links and, you know, here's how to tag us. Now we're not everywhere. You know, we're pretty much just on X or whatever the heck we're calling it this week. Um, uh, you know, LinkedIn, obviously, and Facebook. Um, but, you know, I know people, you know, are posting on, on other platforms, but we will give you those links. And so it's so important that that you tag the host. It's exactly what you said. You know, tag the host, tag the show, do whatever so that you're promoting them again. Because I tell you what, if you ask to be on my program again, and I never saw you mentioned anywhere your first time, then I'm thinking, hmm, clearly they're just in it for themselves. And seriously, folks, it's not that hard. But that is part of why I have the branding in here, um, you know, so that if they forget, and there are people who just forget, um, you know, I've I've had guests who have posted five years after their interview because I'll see it and I'll think, I don't remember talking to them. (laughs) And so I'll go back and look and think, oh my gosh, this was five years ago. So that is, again, why it's so important that you have evergreen content, even if you are pitching a new book or something like that, because you still want to continue selling it. And you can use it as a way to say, you know, hey, we wrote this book. Now we've got a new one out, Um, things like that. But yeah, it's, it's, you know, there are so many ways to continue using this content for months, even years. Absolutely. I always nudge my clients. So mm-hmm. please share because sharing is caring. Mm-hmm. Please right. share the interview. Mm-hmm. It's just so important. Mm-hmm. Tag the host mm-hmm. in any way you can. Mm-hmm. And sometimes what I also advise just, can you please just send a follow-up note to them that you liked mm-hmm. the interview? Mm-hmm. How did you feel about it? Right. And I know some people just send cards out. Mm-hmm. I know it's we're not, we're not doing that anymore, mm-hmm. but you can still, there are still services mm-hmm. you can use right. and you can send out these, you know, thank you cards, or even you just email them mm-hmm. and tell them just a thank you mm-hmm. for what, that you were on the show. Right. I mean, that's a big thing. Mm-hmm. But what I always advise: tag them, share them, mm-hmm. repurpose, reshare. Right. It's so important. It's a win-win situation mm-hmm. for everyone. Right. You're not doing a favor for right. the host; you're doing a favor mm-hmm. for yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, right. That's yeah. 
Because more than likely, if I see it now, you know, there are times where I just don't see it, but, you know, I'm going to respond. So that puts it back into my feed. So then my followers, my fans, my whatever they are, um, see it and go, oh, maybe this is something that I should be watching. Absolutely. And um, they just appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And then there's also another option because I was doing some social media marketing Mm -hmm. in my previous life, previous business. Mm -hmm. So once you tag, first I tag you, so your followers will Mm -hmm. see my content as well. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you have a lot of followers. So basically my outreach will expand Mm -hmm. in that way. So that's amazing opportunity. Mm -hmm. Not just like, okay, I'm not using Mm -hmm. your followers or anything, Mm -hmm. but the outreach is going to be much bigger, wider, Mm -hmm and more powerful. Mm-hmm. So we can share that knowledge like wide across LinkedIn or Facebook right. or Twitter or X or whatever. Yeah. So yes, it's important. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, one of the things you mentioned is kind of the pre-research. So, you know, it, it, you as, you know, as, as a, a booker or, you know, someone who's doing this on their own, you're going to figure out the programs that are a good fit, right? You know, right. Um, and, and, in all these years, which is, you know, 11, 12, I don't know. Um, I think we've only ever completely turned down two people, you know, and, and that was because nobody could figure out how what they were pitching to me could work. And I try my hardest. Um, you know, I've had uh, I had a, a young woman who is now a, a good friend um, who uh, came to me with a pitch. She said, I have written a book on in vitro fertilization. And it's, you know, it's, it's a story written for kids to kind of explain to them. And I went, this is a business podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And, and she said, okay, I will tell you how I marketed it. And, and, and so she talked about her marketing strategy. And so that was perfect. Um, uh, Same thing with a a woman who uh, wrote a book about um, the, the hazards of early use of marijuana products. On mm-hmm. on developing minds, right? Yep. So teenagers, and unfortunately, her son committed suicide because of it. He thought he could fly. This the the psychosis it caused, yeah. you know. And and so it, again, it was like, okay, this is and but you know, I did think, okay, this this is an important subject that we need to get out there. Um, and she wasn't saying no pot or anything like that. It was just you know this finite little time period of you know and um, yeah. when when their minds are developing. And I actually got some negative comments. It was one of the few times I did. But she, again, approached it from the business standpoint. You know, here's how we are getting our message out there, all of those various things. So for the most part, you can probably figure out a way to get in there. Um, but what are some of the, the the ways you research, you know, especially specific programs? It's uh, it takes a lot of time and work. That's why people don't like doing it. Mm-hmm. And they want the um, list, right? They yeah. Google top marketing podcasts, and then top they marketing podcasts, those, and right? it's good for me. There, there you go. And I just mm-hmm. pitch myself everywhere. But no, I mean you have to dig deeper. Obviously, mm-hmm. there are places you search on iTunes. That's mm-hmm. a good place to start. Mm-hmm. But also, listen notes. Listen notes mm-hmm. is a good place mm-hmm. to check out the podcast mm-hmm. to see the listenership. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you won't see the downloads because those numbers, what you see there is always mm-hmm. just estimated numbers. So right. they, mm-hmm. they not hundred percent sure, but you will get the messages like which mm-hmm. percentage they are in, like top mm-hmm. five, 10, zero point mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Those are very good ones. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you start to research on these typical sites. Mm-hmm. And for example, if you type something in on iTunes, 
that's what we do many times. Mm -hmm. So one podcast will come up, obviously, that you're mm -hmm. looking for. And then all these other options right. that are mm -hmm. connected to the same mm -hmm. topic. So it's basically you can go down in this rabbit mm -hmm. hole and it's because you start with one and it's like, oh, my, oh my gosh. I mean, oh, ooh, that sounds interesting. Oh, oh, it's very interesting. And mm -hmm. there's more and more coming up. And then it's what, what I can advise you just to have a Google sheet or an Excel worksheet or mm -hmm. something, just, just a simple mm -hmm. thing. I mean, you don't have to go, you know, over the board with anything mm -hmm. and try to collect these interviews mm -hmm. one by one. And you just going to make a note of their mm -hmm. URL, maybe the name of the host, mm -hmm. the name of the podcast. And you have basically an organized system, mm -hmm. like just, just something to begin with that we can go back to these shows. And then you can, once you have all the information mm -hmm. about them, you can start reaching them out, but you need a system to do that mm -hmm. because there are a lot of shows out right. there and you can get lost in, mm -hmm. in the, the crazy world mm -hmm. of podcast mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. Right. Well, and you know, depending on who the guest is, they might do better with short podcasts. So, yeah. you know, 15 minutes or less. I have a friend who does 90, now she doesn't have guests, but she does a 90 second podcast. And it's wow. just basically a quick little tip of the day. Um, mm. It's very successful, uh, you know, but, um, but yeah, you know, it, you have other guests who need a longer period of time. So an hour like mine, most yeah. podcasts are 30 ish minutes. I mean, you yeah. know, that's, that's kind of the, the average. Um, from a host perspective, I tell you, one of the things that always impresses me is when they, you know, I get the pitch and it says, we love listening to your podcast. I especially liked your interview with Noemi Barris. Now, you know, I know that they very well may not have listened to the interview. They looked <laughs> at it online and they went, here's a name. We're going to match it up. Right. And they just filled in the blank. But they took a little bit of extra time to at least go to either iTunes or our website or something like that to see who a, a guest was. Now you do a little bit more and say, I love that they talked about X and, yeah. you know, and, <clears throat> and then, then I'm sold. I'm like, you know, and, and, and what I do is those actually take priority on our list. You know, if somebody has taken a little bit of extra time besides, you know, going to Google and Googling in top business podcasts, you know, it's, it's going to, it goes a little <laughs> bit further with me. Absolutely. Yeah. You, and that's my second advice after you do your research, listen to the episodes. Mm -hmm. If you have time, mm -hmm. at least one episode, mm -hmm. just try to, if, even if you don't listen to the whole episode, right. just to get the vibe mm -hmm. or just get to know the whole style. Mm -hmm. It's just so important. Mm -hmm. Obviously I didn't listen yesterday uh, to an episode but i know your style i listen right. to yeah, many because we episodes work together mm -hmm. yeah we work mm -hmm. to, i listen to many episodes mm -hmm. so i know what you do but it's important so mm -hmm. please just just listen to an episode or two and first you learn something from the host mm -hmm. and the guest you always so it's it's mm -hmm. it's always and the second you just have to get to know the host a bit mm -hmm. and their style it's very important mm -hmm. otherwise it's it's just becoming so faceless and mm -hmm. so Oh, yeah. I know when somebody is doing the multitude of podcasts to pitch a book. <laughs> you know, and, and you'll bless them because that is, you know, that is part of this process. But when I can yeah. tell that I'm like the 15th interview that week, you know, I feel for them for one thing, but their answers, you know, they're, they're tired by that point. Yeah. 
No, um, what I advise and what we tell our clients, so we have a very simple system that we use. They decide how many interviews they want to do. Ah. So there's no pressure on them. Mm -hmm. They can pick. If they want to do once a month, that's mm -hmm. okay. You have time, energy, money right. for that. That's fine. Mm -hmm. What we advise, start with two. That's mm -hmm. a good place. So mm -hmm. like every second week you have one mm -hmm. and that's okay. And uh, it's a good place. What I would love to do, like if I would have more time, hopefully mm -hmm. I will in the future, I would love to do once per week mm -hmm. because first I love doing interviews and interacting mm -hmm. with people mm -hmm. and it's not so much pressure on you right. and you won't end up like a robot mm -hmm. and just just telling your story like mm -hmm. in a very unnatural way mm -hmm. but for me if you come prepared and you you speak clearly and you're not too formal and you're funny and you're converse, conversational mm -hmm. rather than stiff that's so important but if you overwork yourself and you do like you know 10 interviews per week that's that's no good for anyone right. i mean you you're going to be tired and your voice will suffer mm -hmm. so <laughs> I, i wouldn't do that if i were anyone so. right right do you do practice interviews especially for someone who's brand new to this Uh, to be honest with you, Deb, I've never done it. Okay. But if they ask me to, I would love to do okay. it. Like we can, we might offer that service in the future. Mm -hmm. um, most of our clients, we didn't do it because most of our clients are seasoned guests right. on podcasts. Right. So they host. know they've got the right equipment yes. set up. All of Or hosts. Things. Yeah. And they did many interviews before. Mm -hmm. They have the equipment. They have the camera. They have the mics like mm -hmm. me. And they don't really need. Mm -hmm. If they have any questions or if they need any guidance right. or anything help with, with the mm -hmm. interviews, I'd be happy to provide that. But we didn't do. I know there are podcast agencies out there that they have they offer this. Mm -hmm. in their packages so they they do that but it i mean you know it's it's fun i mean you can mm -hmm. definitely try that or what i suggest you just you, maybe you don't need to practice with me or with mm -hmm. another podcast agent just sit down for half an hour mm -hmm. and just go to i have my topics uh, around mm -hmm. me most of the time mm -hmm. so i can you know i just cheat sheets and just something mm -hmm. that so i won't forget things mm -hmm. i'm big on lists and organizing stuff so i love that mm -hmm. and just try to talk and mm -hmm. just Imagine that the host is on the other side and try to talk about your topics, right. maybe, you know, in your bedroom, in your mm -hmm. office, or just practice. Mm -hmm. Some people say that don't do that because you you will sound very practice. But if you are a beginner, mm -hmm. uh, when it comes to podcast guesting, yeah, you mm -hmm. need to practice. You can bring it. You need to practice. Right. There's a lot of practice goes into these interviews. Mm -hmm. And after a while, obviously, you, you're getting better at it. Mm -hmm. But no one's going to be like perfect mm -hmm. at their first interview. Right. So. And sometimes it, those who've done 900 screw up. I mean, yeah, know? they do. We all do. We're uh, human. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, and, and then we have technology issues. I mean, you know, all sorts of things. Um, you know, I've, I've had been in the middle of an interview and power has gone out. That's fun. Um, and so, you know, we picked it up the next day and, and, and the, the guest was so funny. You know, I, I, you know, immediately contacted her on my, my cell phone and said, I have no idea when power is coming back. So go ahead with your day. Um, and, uh, and, and she was able to reschedule the next day, which was good because, you know, it was still all very top of mind for us, but she said, should I wear the same clothes? Good thought, right? Good and thought. and I, you know, I mean, that really, you know, and, and I said, nah, we're going to use it. You know, I'll, I'll explain why we're, you know, I said, because these things happen. Um, yeah. But, you know, it's, uh, and, and, you know, I have had guests on who have done less than five interviews. I mean, I've had a couple who it was their very first interview. 
And I try to make it as comfortable for them as possible mm. because I don't want it to be their one and only interview. You know, I don't want him to go, oh my God, I'm never doing that again. Um, but I, I tell you, it, it I, I did, you know, it is a stretch for someone to do their very first interview as an hour. Um, that's, you know, that's, that's a long period of time. But it <laughs> is important as the guest to make sure that you have the right equipment. Um, you know, and, and it's we're not talking a big expense here, folks. I mean, you know, my mic, which I'll move into the, the frame here for a second, is a, a big blue Yeti. It's probably under $100 now on Amazon. Um, I don't do a headset because it would mess up my hair. Yeah, um, we don't like that. <laughs> I know, us women, right? You know, um, and, and so I do an earpiece. You have earpieces, but, you yeah. know, it, it, one of the best headsets that people can use are gaming headsets because they've, they've got the mic built in, yeah. you know, things like that. And think about your background. You know, what are people going to see? All of those various things. And then more importantly, what are they looking at? I have done more than one interview where I've talked to somebody's ear, you know, or seen their ceiling fan the entire time because they didn't have their camera in the right place. Now, do most people watch? No. You know, you and I talked about that before, but, um, you know, it's a podcast that's audio. So, you know, it, it, the, the, it doesn't really matter, but there are people who watch it. But obviously it is a podcast. It is audio. If your audio is not good. It's not going to matter how wonderful you are, how knowledgeable, any of those things. If it's not good audio, it's not going to work. So important. Yeah, I just bought a new mic yesterday. This is my new baby ah, here. <laughs> we're breaking it in. Yay! Yeah, you're the first. Uh, I had a smaller one uh, before. That was a good quality too. And it cost mm-hmm. like, I think, something like, you know, $30 mm-hmm. or something. That was okay. Mm-hmm. This was a bit more expensive. Mm-hmm. But because I use it a lot, so mm-hmm. I okay, I invested it because mm-hmm. I use it a lot. It's important. Mm-hmm. I don't have any fancy camera. You don't need a fancy camera. Right. I have a my mag- camera is, you know, a Logitech, and it's yeah, again, a hundred ish dollars. Yeah, um, I don't even have an external camera. I use my MacBook Air's camera, right. uh-huh. which is usually a good quality. So mm-hmm. you, I'm obviously a host, so you mm-hmm. need like an external right. camera. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, you don't even mm-hmm. need that. Many many clients of my ask me so especially when they started out or beginners, what do I need? It's like, not not much. Right. Maybe an earpiece, mm-hmm. a camera, but uh-huh. the built-in. A private computer. area. You know, so important. Yeah, you, yeah, you know, yeah. And, and um, <laughs> you know, I, I had a guest one time and, and, you know, and, and we weren't recording. It was, it was just on Skype. So I could just hear him. So, yeah. you know, no, no visual, but I kept hearing this loud noise. And I finally said, what is that? And he said, well, I'm sitting on my deck and they're cutting down trees next door. And I said, go inside, inside. <laughs> That's very interesting. I mean, yeah, um, yeah, at least an, an office space or even if your bedroom, that's mm-hmm. fine. I did right. interviews like many times in my bedroom before mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I didn't have any other space, right. but it was good because mm-hmm. uh, it wasn't echoing because a lot of cushions mm-hmm. and everything around. Mm-hmm. Right. So it just, you need a space mm-hmm. and we talked about this, and I also write a um, wrote a LinkedIn article about this mm-hmm. about the background, which is mm-hmm. is also important right. because 
Yeah, if you don't have your laundry around mm-hmm. or your kids' toys around mm-hmm. or, you know, just try to be mm-hmm. just something n- neutral, right. something nice. Mm-hmm. Some, you know, it doesn't have to. It mm-hmm. can be like a white wall mm-hmm. as I have right. it here and like mm-hmm. two pictures of like mm-hmm. collages of mine. Mm-hmm. And that's it. You don't have to go over the top. Mm-hmm. And you can also use these virtual backgrounds. Mm-hmm. I'm not a huge fan of them. I Because sometimes your ears You get the glowy face, right? Yes. Yeah. Or you, they, you, they you, hold something up and you can't see it. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You can move, and it's it's very strange. But you have a neutral background, maybe a bookshelf behind mm-hmm. you, or like you have those mm-hmm. cute puppies around. Yes, them. I have my little stuffed critters. Exactly. You know, and and this this are you know these are bookshelves that they're just yeah. covered. Um, you know, and, and because remember when we first went into COVID, and all these people who had never done zooms before didn't do anything with their backgrounds. You know, they were no. just, they they did what they could. I mean, you know, because yeah. we were thrown into this and everybody was like, what are they reading? What are they reading? Yeah, what's <laughs> there? What's there? <laughs> um, and, and I have a, a friend who said, um, you know, she did hers in her bedroom. She didn't have any other space and thought it was, was perfectly fine until yeah. a coworker said, tell me where I can buy that bedspread. Now she said her bed was always made. It, yeah. You know, it was it was always very neat. Right. But it never occurred to her that her bedspread was the focus of what people were watching. Um, you know, and and there's certainly easy screens you can get. Um, I have on mine. It is a white wall back there, which I thought was just pretty boring. And so I bought stick-on wallpaper. Cost me forty nine dollars for the roll, and it's you know just here on the wall behind yeah. me. And I thought, you know, if I didn't like it, it was stick on. I could peel it back off really pretty easy, um, you know, and, and but, you know, we we have both made a very conscious effort of what are people going to see behind you? Because you are to be the focus. Um, now, if you're an author, have your books back yeah. there, um, you know, ha- you, you know, have your logo, do whatever. But yeah, don't have people be going, now, what is that? Um, because I have, you know, I had really cute inspirational sayings behind me. And and I discovered people were looking more at those than at me, or, you know, and, and so, yeah, it's <laughs> just, um, you know, and, and again, you know, set it up. Like if you're using the camera on your laptop, you probably going to put you, you need to put your laptop up on books or something. Yes. Yeah, so that, a, you know, your you eye that. level is level with that camera. Otherwise, people are looking either at the top of your head or up your nose. Um, you know, and that's not a good look for anybody. Uh, you know, and and so and and like I said, books, books, folk. You know, you're we're not saying go spend and buy this fan. Put up some books there. You know, yeah. long ago we would have used the phone book, right? Because we had these three-inch phone books. They don't have those anymore. Um, but yeah, just set your 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 laptop. Um, you know, and, and I've had people who've done their interviews on their iPhones. Um, you know, they just had them appropriately set up yeah. so that it, you know, it it looked very professional. It, it has a good camera. I have an iPhone too, and it's like an amazing camera. Right. And even the sound recording, I think, mm-hmm. is perfect. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if if you are, if you have no other choice, you can still do it. Um mm-hmm. There are a lot of options out there. You just have to be a bit creative, I guess. Right. So right. it's important. Well, and the reason it's important is you are selling yourself and or your business. So you want to come across as professional. You know, would you have a website that was half done or, you know, had, you know, poor images and, and all sorts of things like that? It's just, you know, you and I tell people this all the time. You are the face of your business. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't care if you are the director of sales or whatever. At this point in time, when you are talking to a podcast host, you are the face of that business. And it had better be you know, giving a, a very good impression. Yes. I agree with you 100%. Just so true. You rep- represent this company or mm-hmm. yourself and mm-hmm. your company. And the other thing is that mm-hmm. this interview will stay in Google forever, mm-hmm. probably. So you have to be careful what you're putting out there because mm-hmm. when, as I said before, people search your name, mm-hmm. you will appear and those interviews will be there. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you don't want to look unprofessional. Obviously, mm-hmm. you can't look the same all the time, mm-hmm. but like try to... Like, especially like females, we have to use makeup. We, we change our hairstyles. Yes, we change our <laughs> hairstyles and mm-hmm. we just use a bit of makeup. The mm-hmm. guys, they, it's easier for them. They just right. put in a shirt, whatever. Mm-hmm. I really envy them mm-hmm. for that. But <laughs> but obviously, just make a bit of effort because right. it's it just, just be respectful. Mm-hmm. Make a bit of effort. Do your hair. Look decent when you're on camera. Nothing too mm-hmm. revealing, obviously, when you're on camera. Right. Mm-hmm. And just act human and just have a human conversation right. with another person mm-hmm. on the other side of the world of the world and yeah that's what i tell them right. it's it's just a conversation mm-hmm. okay well, maybe thousands will hear it but yeah yeah you know and, and that's what i tell my guests we're just going to chat um you know and and so i always do the the way i i set it up is is uh, i we do about the first 10ish minutes of just talking a little get to know you type of things sometimes we do a little bit more sometimes we do a little bit less you know it it all depends on you know how much and and obviously if it's somebody i know we don't do that at all we just jump right into to recording but it helps me to kind of establish that little rapport. Um, now, I know there are some podcast hosts, I've been on, on podcasts where they've required an entire pre-visit of you know 15 minutes, whatever. Fine. That's what they want. That's what I'm going to do. Um, you know, and, and so again, you know, you just kind of do what that host wants to do. Yes. Yeah. I know a lot of hosts and they do pre-calls and mm-hmm. pre-interviews. And that's absolutely fine mm-hmm. because if you meet a stranger, it's really hard to to talk about right. their story and mm-hmm. they really have to get mm-hmm. to know each other mm-hmm. and just bond a bit mm-hmm. before the interview. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great way. For a, From a podcast agent's point of view, it's a bit... Yeah, time consuming because right. obviously you because have to organize. Because it's an extra thing you're having it's, to it's schedule. It's an extra thing them. you mm-hmm. have to schedule and it's an extra thing you have to set up. But if it works for them and, you know, it gives them peace of mind, mm-hmm. let's do it. I mean, right. it's their show and their rules. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have to follow them. Right. You know, and, and the guest, obviously, when, when they are working with an agency or a, a booker, you know, remember, you need to make it as easy for them as possible. You know, my calendar is on Google um, and and I keep it very, very current. Other people have access to that calendar. So, you know, you're not doing that. Will this work? Will that work? Will this work? Will that work? Because pretty soon the host is going to say no, um, you know, and, and uh, so make it as easy for the people you're working with as possible. Um, you know, and, and you might have constraints, like, you know, you might have kids that are coming home at 3 p.m. So you can't do anything after 3 p.m. Fine. Just tell them can't do anything after 3 p.m. Or, you know, if that's the time when the host says, ah, I can only do four, well, then, you know, okay, we'll figure something out. But, you know, you, you do want to make it as easy for everybody as possible. You know, I've had guests, a, a couple who were a little prima donna, um, you know, and, and I had one, it was so funny. He tells me, I mean, we're all set up, we're ready to record. And he says, now I can give you 15 minutes. And I said, 
No. (laughs) (laughs) I said, the name of the program is the business power hour. And he was pitching a book and, and, and I probably was his 10th one that week. So he just hadn't paid any attention. Um, you know, and, and he apologized profusely and he said, I honestly can't give you that much time right now. He said, what do I need to do to reschedule? Um, and so, and every once in a while I do have people say, how long is it? It's the business power hour. Um, you know, and, and there are obviously times where I have made accommodations where they have said, oh my gosh, I've screwed up. I only have 30 minutes or there's somebody that I want to talk to bad enough that I will say, okay, we'll only do 30 minutes, but it is an hour program. So when I say, you know, when, when somebody is scheduling, it's an hour and 15 minutes, that's what goes into their calendar unless they change it. Um, You know, and, and, but, but again, you know, this is this, you know, think of this as you're getting together with them for tea, coffee, scotch, um, (laughs) whatever it is. And and you want to make it as easy as possible. You you don't want them to have to drive all the way across town. You don't want to have to do it, you know, at at two o'clock in the morning, whatever you can do as that guest, you know, accommodate the host. Um, But because as we said, you know, we got other people we can be going to. Especially when you work with different time zones. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, in, time in zones Europe. make it really fun. You yeah, and I, what we decide, <laughs> five hours apart? Um, you no, know, more than that. We're s- more, we're, more. Which time zone are you? Let's see. So I am in um, Pacific. No, where am I? I'm in Atlanta. I'm in Eastern time zone. Eastern, seven <laughs> hours. I'm seven hours ahead yeah. of you. Yeah, right. I'm seven hours ahead mm-hmm. of you. So that's it. And I always, always have to keep an eye on the schedules and everything mm-hmm. when you, mm-hmm. for example, schedule something right. so you won't mess it up mm-hmm. because there, obviously there are different time zones you have to right. you have to see. But mm-hmm. yeah, you can figure it out. Mm-hmm. When you when they use Calendly, it's just mm-hmm. so easy to pick the yes. right time zone, yep. the right date and oh, yeah. time. And mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Don't be sitting here going one, two, three, four. Oh, I think it's four <laughs> o'clock there, right? Um, so, but yeah. Well, oh my gosh, no, I mean, this has been absolutely wonderful. And and I think we need to have you on like once a year to to remind people this is, <laughs> you know, this you. is how to to do this. Um, but we've only got a couple minutes left. So tell us how do people find you and work with you and what are the services that you provide? Uh, you can find us on our website, obviously, which is w- which is podcastconnections plural dot co not co. Yes, that's our co, website. Co. Co. <laughs> it's, it's co, not com. And oh, you always find me on LinkedIn. I'm very active on LinkedIn, so just type my name in, Noemi Beres. I'm there. Get in touch with me. I'm happy to chat with anyone and give you advice. Even if you don't work with me, I'm happy to have a conversation. You can always book a discovery call, which I don't like to use, but I do uh, on our website. And we help people, as you mentioned at the beginning of the show, to get on quality podcast shows and help them to share their knowledge worldwide. That's what our service offers. It's a done-for-you service. So we organize everything when it comes to podcast guesting. Uh, we do the research. We do everything that I mentioned during the show. <laughs> we send those emails back and forth. We schedule, we reschedule, we cancel. <laughs> we do everything. And that's, that's what we include. We also help you to develop your topics if it's needed. Or if you need a one sheet, we're happy to, you know, make one for you or anything when it comes to any questions you have, we're happy to answer before we, you become our client or if you're an existing client too, of course. I love it. I love it. 
Well, this really has been so much fun. And, and like I said, we need to, to chat more often um, to <laughs> remind folks and, and, you know, and again, to tell them it's so important that you get your message out there. Um, you know, and, and, you know, a, a podcast is, is being a guest on podcast is so absolutely phenomenal. But until we chat with you again, do you have any final thoughts that you want to leave everyone with? Yes, absolutely. And whatever you do, I mean, when it comes to podcast guesting, live business relationships, just be consistent and persistent. That's my advice. It's just so important. And once you have those qualities, you will reach your goals for sure. So that's my motto in life. I love it. Well, I am Deb Creer. I've been having so much fun talking with Noemi Barris of the Podcast Connections. And until next time, everyone have a great day. Tune in for our next program for even more trends, best practices, and techniques for how to make your business a success. The Business Power Hour, hosted by Deb Creer, is proud to be part of the C-Suite Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.